0: Are you looking to take your business or your brand to the next level? Want to make a name for yourself and share what you do best with a bigger audience? There's never been a more exciting time to jump in. Welcome to Lights, Camera, Expert. Unleash your expertise. Your hosts are Terry Trespicio and Paula Rizzo. With their combined media experience and top-notch guests, Paula and Terry will get you ready to shine. Here are your hosts, Terry and Paula.
1: Welcome to Lights, Camera, Expert, Unleash Your Expertise. I'm Paula Rizzo. And I'm Terry Chisby Show. And every week
2: on the show, we show you how to tap your expertise and take it out into the world so you can grow your brand and your business. And today is going to be really fun because we're talking about connecting the dots to get more media opportunities and really any opportunity. You can't just send out a thing or wait and hope and you've got to continue to connect those dots. And part of that is networking and part is good old-fashioned persistence. Mm -hmm. So, that is what has worked for our friend and colleague, Jenny Powers. She's going to be joining us in a bit. Uh, This woman has been working in the media from all angles, and
1: you're going to hear how you can do it because you're not just one role, right, Polly? You can play lots of roles in the media. Absolutely. Yeah. She's been here, there, and everywhere. We're going to show you how she did it and how you can do it too. One thing she did was she took our course, Lights, Camera, Expert, which you can check out. We have a free training at BeAMediaMagnet.com. That's BeAMediaMagnet.com. So you can see for yourself what the media is looking for. That's a free training um, with three cool videos with me and Terry that I think you'll like. Um, But Jenny also produced her own podcast. She was out there saying, hey, I'm not going to wait for traditional media to come to me, although it has um i'm going to be out there on the forefront of this talking and uh, really have have, uh, a platform for myself. So, we'll talk about how she built that, how she's become a frequent guest on uh, The Dr. Oz Show, and her women's networking group called Running With Heels that is here in New York City. And, you know, none of this is by coincidence, right? Connection really opens the doors for you in in so many ways. Oh, my
2: gosh. You think it's easy to say, well, Jenny's just a force, which she is, but also you say, well, she's someone's just lucky or someone's just well-connected. How do you think someone gets well-connected? That takes work you know we say that Paula? someone will be like well she like new people so as if that's a shortcut getting to know people and maintain those relationships is it's it's a lot of work and it's it's always worth it because think about yeah. all the wonderful things that you and i've gotten to do it's because we talked to people and kept talking to them right so uh jenny's a great example of that and and so are you paula like i wouldn't know a lot of the people in my life if it weren't for you You've connected me and made me a part of that. Um, and you also helped create what we share with Jenny, which is a little mastermind group of our
1: own. Yeah. You, well, you so hatched that idea. We hatched it. So masterminds now, as we've learned about what this is, and if you're listening and you don't know what a mastermind group right. is, it's it's basically a group of like-minded professionals or people who come together and support each other in their business efforts. Um, and, you know, the idea is that, Many minds is better than just one. So you like to have a whole bunch of people kind of, you know, thinking on, uh, in terms of your business and helping you out and um, open, giving you opportunities, but also ideas to push you forward and accountability because without it, you, entrepreneurs might never do anything. Um, so uh, Jenny, actually, I met years ago. So when my book, Listful Thinking, came out, um, I was connected to Jenny. I don't even know if you know this, Terry, but I was connected to her through Beth Grossman, who, oh, I didn't know that. Yes. We always talk about that. Beth's a PR person. Yes, Beth's a great um, Beth Grossman makes things happen. She's one of our favorite PR people, and she introduced me to Jenny Powers because Jenny has this networking group which we just mentioned, and she has guest speakers. So she came to me and said, "Hey, I love lists. I love productivity. I would love to, you uh-huh. know, uh, to to interview you, bring you in as a featured guest for one of the dinners that she hosts." So I said, "Sure, great." So we met. Actually, I was at Fox News. I was still working there, and so she came and met with me, and we chit chatted. And she said, you know, I'm thinking of, of creating a mastermind group. And I was like, What's that? I don't even know what you're talking you about. Didn't right. Know this that? was probably about three years know. ago or something. You'd never heard I had of it. No idea. I said, I don't know what that is, but can my friend Terry be in it? <laughs> and- <laughs> I don't know, but can we come together? <laughs> exactly. I was like, we're kind of a package deal. So you bring a friend, I'll bring a friend. So it's the, so Jenny started this group. It's the four of us. It's me and Terry and, and Jenny and uh, Farnush Tarabi, who has also been uh, a guest on this, on this program. But, uh, you know, it, it's, we meet once a month, which I think has been super helpful. I mean, what, what have the benefits been for you to have oh, that sort yes. of group I mean, look, there's no one who's so smart and so pulled together that they don't
2: benefit from hearing other people's perspectives. Like, I can help anyone with their copy, with their positioning, but when it comes to my own, I'm like, uh, I completely blank. I need other people. We all do. The idea that you work for yourself and you're on your own is just not true. We we do still need other people. But, Paula, one of the funny pieces of this puzzle that maybe you don't remember is that you said, you need to meet Jenny Powers. And I was like, well, what, what should I do? Hmm. I know at the time I was doing my own little video podcast called Solopreneur, oh. which is still oh, right. it somewhere. It's somewhere. Um, you can still watch it. And I said, Oh, why don't I have her as a guest on my show? So Jenny and I, and I'm sure she remembers this, we like I interviewed her very awkwardly. Like, we didn't know each other. We were sitting in some like luncheon room that was empty, and I interviewed her, and I remember thinking, Wow, Paula's really in love with this woman. I need to understand who she is. <laughs> and she said, Well, we're thinking of doing a mastermind. And I was like, Okay, okay, I'm getting it. I just really liked her too. Yeah. You have to like the people in your mastermind, but you do not have to have the same background. You don't. No. But here's the thing the reason I bring this up, Paula, is because when you have some kind of media property, whether it's a podcast or a blog, or whatever, it gives you a reason to talk to people you don't know. And so for Jenny, it was really fun to have her as a guest on my show because it, it allowed me to give something to her and let me get to know her, you know?
1: So that was really- Exactly, fun. yeah, exactly. You know? But the idea is, right, so Jenny Powers is a connector, as you'll know, in all of these things, but our our purpose in bringing up our mastermind group, other mm-hmm. than we really love it, and we'll tell you you know more about the benefits of it in a minute, but is that you can do this for yourself. You don't have to- mm-hmm you know, join some, some fancy networking group or whatever it is. You can do that. And we've done that. I mean, oh, that's yes. part we of do, what we, we also pay have. Money. We pay money to be We fan. do pay money to be part of these yeah. things as well. But this was something that we were sort of the Jenny Powers guinea pig um, because she does this. She facilitates these kind of masterminds for other people. Um, but... Mm-hmm. The formula for us is to really get together. We share wins. We say what's going on with us, what our struggles are, what we're looking for help with. Like I've gotten a lot out of being in this group with us, you know, the four of us, just to be able to say, hey, I'm looking to interview this person. I need somebody for this. Um, You know, one time Farnoosh tossed an AARP um, interview my way because she's like, oh, they reached out to me, but I'm not really the right person. You'd be better suited Who for it media hookup from that
2: yeah so you never really know how I mean, this will Jenny got me a gig too I've Jenny was working on some event and they needed people to, to work the event I mean I think it was like I thought it was volunteer well, I, th- I got paid I think but it was like it was a really random thing. I had to. It was promoting a particular. No, it was for a specific agency. It was throwing an event, and they needed people to dress up as scientists. Don't ask. Ah, so I you wanted, were like, yes. I was I'm like, yes. On that. And I went in, and I went all in, and just kind of treated it like it was uh, live action dinner theater. Improv. It was uh, really improv? fun. It was really fun. But here's what happened from that. Jenny just gave me the opportunity. Come do this thing. I could have just stood there and done it and not met anyone. But I wanted to know the people who ran this agency. I wanted to learn more about it. And by the end of the night, I had connected with. The creative, head of, the creative head of the agency, and later they hired me to come help them facilitate a workshop. So, like, that could not have been predicted, but the great thing about the networking, masterminding, and networking is that it gets you in front of people you would never meet, and opportunities come as a result. And we do give these things to each other in the group. Yeah.
1: right. And it is a, a non-traditional type of networking, you know, like when we first started this, we didn't, like we're good friends now with Jenny and Farnoosh, but we didn't we know didn't them. Know them that well. No. So it was almost better to have people sort of outside of your network who were interested in doing this together. Um, and I would encourage people to, to start yes. doing this, like with a small group, right? There were four of us and we all committed to say, we're going to do this once a month. You know, certain months we fall off or one person can't make it or whatever. Um, but it's just nice to have sort of a core group that you've kind of brought together on your own. It's a do-it-yourself networking. And we're going to talk to Jenny in a little bit about when you do go to, you know, the more traditional networking events, how to do that, how to, you know, uh, meet up with key influencers, even members of the media and that kind of thing. But I just find it really nice that you can create this on your own. You just reach out to people. and, And if, you know, yeah. Go for I think, it.
2: I'm thinking of people who are maybe they're the only one in their town that mm-hmm. is maybe, maybe you're a female entrepreneur, or maybe you're, you know, doing something else and you're like, gosh, I wish I knew other people. You can find them and then be each other's support when you're not. and Look, we're in New York City, we're awash and female entrepreneurs here, but in places where you don't have that much support. And while it's, of course, great to meet in person, we would recommend that. If you find people online somehow through your networking, through Facebook groups, you can do like a Zoom conference call and meet up every month and still have the face-to-face connection with a mastermind and you wouldn't have to be in the same room.
1: Yeah. It's possible, and, you know, right? It is. It's possible. But you know what? I I love... To, to go out and, yeah, you want to leave and do stuff. I'd like to leave, you know, and and do <laughs> I like right. to leave as much as I can. Um, but you know, finding new opportunities and finding new things, depending on where you are. That can be a struggle, too. So we're going to talk to Jenny about that a little bit. But I I really like to find new blood. I think it's you sort do. of like the producer, producer in me. It's the producer in you. Mm-hmm. It really is because I really like to, to shake it up a little bit. Yes, I love the core group that we have, of course, you know, and it's really great to have, some, you know, that. But also, I like to move outside of the group and see, okay, what are other people doing in other places, right? Um, because then that way, I get to see uh, different perspectives. Because if you just swim in your same pool all the time, mm, you know, you hear the meet. same message messages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you Especially, see you hear the same messages and everybody knows yeah. everybody then, which is comforting and nice, but you're right. You know. And people who are,
2: you know, let's say you're a style consultant. Well, if you only go to events with other style consultants, you're not going to find your business there because they're all looking for the same business. How about going to an event like, I don't know, an IT event where all the guys really need makeovers. Like, go where the, you know, fish where the fish are. And look for new people. Like, you're really good about that, Paul. You find out about different events and people. And basically, you send me the Eventbrite ticket link, and I buy my ticket. That's right. That's and how she shows happened. up. Yeah. But we always meet. And you're not going to meet everyone in the room. You might come away with one or two new contacts. And you don't just throw their card in a drawer, right? Like, you, you and I are pretty good about follow-up.
1: Yeah, I try to be, you know, it it, it is difficult because you come back from these networking events and then it's like, oh, uh, life happens again. And so you sort of forget to continue on with it. But I'm very intentional about it now. Do you try you know, to meet I someone take, up in person? You try to actually, do you do a phone call? If you're like, I met this person, I
2: don't want to lose them. And I will if I don't make an effort. What do you do?
1: I do try to set up a phone call. You know, I try to set up a phone call or what I'm doing now, I'm getting smarter about this is that when I do go to networking events or conferences, I try to leave like the next day or two, a couple of slots on my um, mm. calendar open. Ah. I never have done this before. You and then people it. say, yes, people say, wait, oh, I want to, you know, I want to connect. We should connect. It's so much better to connect right then in the moment and say, okay, let's talk tomorrow at 11. I have that available. Oh, let's you booked, do it. I
2: thought you were saying you book time to follow up with people via email. You're saying you block time with a person as a date right away.
1: Yeah, so I block idea. those times because otherwise, then you kind of lose the momentum. And then by the time that you're back and your life is kind of back, and then it's like you don't talk to this person for a month. You know, I'm following up with people from a conference I was at two months ago. So now I'm like, you know what? I am going to be a little smarter about this. I'm going to block off time right after. So really smart. And you book it yeah. right away because otherwise, what are you going to write? I hate when you get the email
2: six months later. Like, remember me from no, this event? I'm like, no, I don't. Really. I know. Strike while the
1: iron is hot. That's right.
2: <laughs> That's right. Well, people who are connectors tend to have more opportunities because they keep it moving. Mm-hmm. And coming up next, as we've been warning you, get ready,
0: <laughs> is Jenny Powers,
2: creator of the networking group Running with Heels here in New York. Um, and she's a frequent media contributor. And we knew her before she was doing that. So it's really yes. fascinating to see her journey and we want her to share it. That's coming up. After the break, you're listening to Lights Camera Expert. Unleash your expertise on Voice America. Variety will be right back.
0: Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7.
1: Imagine for a minute what it would be like to step onto the set of a show that you've been watching forever or see your name in a magazine you actually read. Sounds exciting, doesn't it? Well, here's the secret. Those experts you see on TV and in magazines aren't smarter than you. They just know how to get the media to pay attention. And it's something you can learn. I'm Paula Rizzo. And I'm Terry Gospicchio, and we've been behind the scenes at major media outlets for years, booked thousands of
2: guests, and have been featured ourselves on TV, radio, and everywhere else. We know how this works. We'll show you how to crack the media code, craft your pitch, and crush it
1: on air. Get our free video course, How to Be a Media Magnet. You'll learn how the media thinks and how to pitch your ideas so you get booked. You have something to say and the world is ready to hear it.
2: Go to beamediamagnet.com to get our free course. That's beamediamagnet.com.
0: Listen live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Lights, Camera, Expert Unleash Your Expertise. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Reach us by email at info at lightscameraexpert.co. Now back to this week's show.
2: Welcome back to Lights Camera Expert, Unleash Your Expertise. I'm Terry Gospiccio here with Paula Rizzo. Hey there. Awesome. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hello. Uh, people get scared to network with journalists. It's a thing. They're afraid of them. I get it. They they don't bite, although Paula has been known to nick here or there. But for (laughs) some reason, it really freaks people out to reach out to journalists, which is why so many people don't get media attention. You know who's not freaked out by that or really anything? Our guest today, Ms. Jenny Powers. (laughs) Jenny Powers. It's a good thing she's here to give us the inside scoop on how to connect with just about anyone. The woman is fearless. She'll show you how to leverage those connections, and we are thrilled to have you today. Welcome, Jenny.
1: Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here, guys. This is going to be so fun. So let me give you the full intro so everybody knows exactly who you are. I want to run through the achievements. Please. Let me roll out the red carpet here for Jenny Powers. So Jenny (laughs) Powers is the force behind New York's exclusive Running With Heels community, which caters to senior-level women executives and business owners. Because guess what? Jenny was tired of the old boys club. Please. So she created this group to connect working women with one another to help them support each other personally and professionally. And then from there, she went on to host a popular podcast for entrepreneurs called Broadcast, Broads Building Businesses. What a great name, right? And she also works as a freelance writer, covering stories both in print and online media publications. Uh, Jenny, you've done a whole lot of things here. You have. You uh, have. But we want to start with networking because when we first met you, that
2: was your jam, right? So, we want to start with, uh, like I said, networking, it makes people very nervous, especially when you're trying to network with VIPs. You know, people cringe. So, how, please explain to us how you either got past or can
3: help us get past the fear of talking to people of influence. Okay. Well, like you said, Terry, networking is just the word is cringeworthy. You know, you go into a room of a hundred people, you've got those horrible laminated name tags, and you're just kind of, <laughs> you know, you're milling about pretending to be on your phone. You know, you're hoping someone oh. will talk to you. Um, and I think the problem is people go into networking events with the wrong I, like mentality, like they go mm. into it like I need to fill a quota, you know, ah. desperate for sales. I need a job. Like it needs to be more organic than that. You know, you should be going into a networking event to build a relationship, not to close a sale. Mm. I think uh-huh. So it's the, it's the start. Don't Absolutely. go in trying to sell. It's the it, worst. Exactly. So you're building a foundation. That's like your first date. So, you know, you go in, you want to talk to people, you want to let them know what you do, but you really want to be a listener. You want to find out what people do and what they need. You know, when I go into events, I go in trying to figure out how I can help somebody. And I think that's what makes all the difference. Everybody else in there is like, how can you help me?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And they're, and they're throwing their card in your face. I hate uh, that. When people are like, is I didn't this, ask you didn't this. even talk to me yet.
3: Well, I've had people come over to me and say, "I don't have time to talk to you, but here's my card." No. Yeah,
1: and they what? like, yeah,
2: what I don't have time you to talk Do
3: you to you. Have to get another Chablis. Yeah, they're like, you know, work in the room, so they want to make sure that there's anyone they didn't talk to. That's so obnoxious. That they get the card. Yeah. Well, that card goes. That 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 card goes right in the trash.
2: Exactly.
1: I know. And it's like, I don't even know who you are. I hate that. Um, so that's really interesting. Just kind of the intent. I'm big on intention. So the intention of going into this is really to start a relationship, not to be a closer. Right. You're, exactly. you're just sort of like getting the ball rolling. You're an opener. Um, what if it's an opener? How much networking should people be doing? Right. Like. It seems like it's a numbers game, right? Because there's some people you connect with and you're really like, okay, I like them. Or some people that that it's like, meh, you know, it doesn't really work out. But how much should you be doing or what do you tell people? What do you do? You know,
3: for me, it's really about quality versus quantity. I think in the beginning of my career, I went to everything in the world. Mm. Um, <laughs> you know, I would go to the opening Every of a Like, <laughs> You know, and and I realized I was seeing all the same people and they weren't Uh. people I even wanted to meet the first time. And now Uh. I've seen them three and four times. And I realized that, you know, you've got to do your homework and your homework is not just buying a ticket to an event. Your homework is researching the event. Who are the speakers? You know, who are the sponsors? You know, sometimes you get a guest list in advance, which we do at Running With Heels. You know who's going to be there and then figure out, you know, go on LinkedIn, check these people out, do a little bit of, you know, professional stalking Uh and go to that event prepared to have a conversation. Don't just show up at 50 events with nothing but your business card.
1: Yeah. Well, that's a a good point is to really like do your homework and and beforehand. So do you go and like, you really do stalk people beforehand just to be like, okay, who's going to be at this event? Who would I likely want to connect with? That kind of thing. I do. You know, if I have the good fortune of getting a guest
3: list in advance, you mm. can bet that thing is like underlined, highlighted, tattered, torn. You know, I am looking at that thing. I'm looking at LinkedIn. To studious. See, yes, wow. to see if we have mutual connections. You know, maybe I'll look on on LinkedIn and just see you know what their interests are. Um, and you know, sometimes I can just weave it naturally into conversation. You know, I don't say, well, I was like, looking at your LinkedIn profile at 3 a.m. and I noticed sure. that we both like, you know, spinning. No, so that's a little weird. Anymore, right? We all know that we we have
2: access and we can stalk, as we say. We always, yes. I don't, uh, I hate to say it, I'm stalking you, but I was like, it's like responsibility, like you're saying. We should look at yeah. that stuff. You don't have to expl- right, explain it, but it's also expected that you do do some of that.
3: Right? Yeah. But people yeah. are still shocked that you do because most
2: people really? don't. You think they still don't? Please. Paula stalks everybody. Yes. I stalk so everybody.
3: We, we are <laughs> cut from a different cloth, ladies. We, you know, we are the, <laughs> we are the doers. We do the homework. Wait, uh, I have a question most about this. people. Just when, show up. When
2: you're at the event, and you're talking to people, maybe you know a little bit about them, whatever, and you get into a conversation, do you feel the pressure to get into talking about business right away? Or do you tend to start on a personal note? Because some people want to be like, we'll make it productive. We're talking about work. So what do you
3: do? Yeah. 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 Should you talk about work right away? You know, I like to just be myself with whatever happens. You know, maybe that day, if I had a hard day at work, I may mention, oh, I'm just coming from work. And, you know, I was just working on X. You know, what do you think about that? But for the most Ah. part, I'm just saying, you know, so what brings you to the event? You know, because that's the common denominator that we're mm-hmm. both there under, this, under the same roof, but probably for a different reason. Hmm. You know, so for me, I hate the so what do you do? You know, I do a lot of things. First of all, I can't even answer that because it's like, what do I do? I'm a freelance writer, I'm right. a business owner, entrepreneur, you know, I'm a podcast host, I'm a mom. You know, what do you want me to do? I do everything. I think that's such a good thing to
2: ask someone's opinion about a thing because it takes some vulnerability to talk about something that's going on in your life, in your profession, in your work. And when you say to someone, What do you think about that? they feel that you trust them right away and they tend to be very generous.
1: Right. And like they're open. Not- Help. Yeah. Mm-hmm, someone yeah, asked my yeah. opinion.
2: First of all, anyone can have it. I'm very <laughs> easy with <my> opinions.
1: <laughs> that is true. <laughs> We've come to learn that. Yes. Um, I have a question, though, Jenny, for you about. Um, so, you know, you and I share our love of lists, of course, list making. Yes. And so for me, I really, I like to go in with some clear questions or some clear talking points. It's the producer in me so that I know like, okay, here's some things I could talk about. Um, here's some things that I'm working on or that I could use help with or whatever it is. Do you suggest to people to sort of come up with something like reset yourself before you go in to say, okay, here's a couple of talking points that I can speak to in this networking event when I meet new people? Because it can be overwhelming sometimes when you meet somebody you've- you don't know.
3: Absolutely. Most of the time it's overwhelming. Um, you know, yes, you and I are big fans of Evernote. So, yes. I put a lot of notes in Evernote about just things that I'm thinking about, things I want to do, people I'm looking to meet. Um, you know, we're naturals when it comes to networking. So, it's very easy for us to kind of again, weave this information in. For most people, if they make a list, it may seem that they're very automated. Like Mm, somebody walks up to you and you're like, "Um, "I'm looking for a bookkeeper." (laughs)
0: Yes,
2: you
3: you know, before you've even said who you are. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it depends on the person. If you're comfortable, you know, as a as a writer, I'm always looking for sources for different things. So I talk to people, you know, and I may be listening for those hints before I just go and say, "This is what I'm looking for." This is what I'm doing.
2: Mm -hmm. See, this is the journalistic benefit. Yeah, I I think think a lot of it is about listening. you you but this is you are normally Jenny is like dogged about you know digging out a story. Paul is a producer; she's always looking for new talent, yeah. and and I'm a, a writer too. And I and I like to figure out what's driving people and what's making them do what they're doing and why they're there. I like to pull out someone's personality right on the spot. Yeah. But if you're not a journalist by trade, it doesn't matter. Use those tools. Right, go in as a think like a journalist because that's what makes these events interesting. You always leave with a story.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I do. I do tend to. Yeah. So you lead with curiosity. Right. And so I do tend to ask a lot of questions. And so sometimes that, too, I do need to, like, hold back because then it's like you're interrogating somebody. So there's (laughs) a good balance. (laughs)
2: It's a tiny person, but she's very scary. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and then it's like, I, I come after him. I'm like, and also, and also, and what else? What about this? And then I'm like, okay, wait a minute. And also they didn't learn anything about me because all I did was pepper them with questions. Huh. So there's a little bit of balance there. But I do always, you know, think that it's good to sort of lead with the curiosity of really getting to know the person. Mm-hmm. You know, and Paula,
3: to your point, people love talking about themselves. Yes. So so asking questions is a great way to build a foundation. You could literally ask a bunch of questions, not tell them anything about themselves, and they will walk away and say, that Paula, she's a great conversationalist.
2: Yep. Oh, she's so smart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She was interested in a fascinating topic, me. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) How smart of her. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So great.
2: So let's talk Um, about Jenny, the content maker. (laughs) Jenny, the podcast host. Talk to us, Jenny, about what made you start a podcast.
3: I mean, a lot of people are starting them, but you know what? what drove you to really do it? Okay. So, Running With Heels is a New York-based community. And I was getting a lot of calls from people saying, you know, when are you coming to a city near me? Which was great and very flattering and very exciting, but it wasn't going to happen. So, I thought, how could I get this message and entertain, educate, and empower women outside of New York, you know, on a bigger scale. And also to that end, I was having speakers that would say, your community sounds amazing, but I don't want to talk to 30 or 40 people. I want to be on a stage with, you know, 1,000 people or 2,000 people. So I thought to myself, how could I get those women to come and speak in a, in a way that it will it'll meet the numbers that they're looking for and I'll be able to affect lots of women? And that's where the podcast came in. Oh, reach okay. a lot of. That's what it is, right? One to many. Yes, mm-hmm. and I was so excited about it. I had the name and I had the logo, and of course, I didn't know anything about the technology aspect. And I have you ladies to talk <laughs> that. <laughs> that's right. Because it was like do or die. I will never forget that mastermind where you just grabbed a microphone, plugged it in, and Terry was like, "Okay, podcast." Totally, we're in she my living room, and we were like, "This is, is what it we're in. doing." Yeah, she was yeah. like,
2: "We're." Uh, she could not get over. There's a mental block we all have them for. Yes. Things about getting the microphone plugged into the computer and recording. She was going to do all kinds of crazy stuff.
3: Yeah. Phone so, calls. Wait, and-
2: it's a weird, I don't think you're really afraid of the microphone, Jenny. I think it was some kind of psychological block that manifested in the microphone.
3: No, I, I agree, you know, because <laughs> I went to school for broadcasting. I should not have yeah, a microphone. Oh, a microphone. But, yeah, I had all these creative workarounds I was going to do, and you guys just looked at me like I had three heads, and we like, that's yeah, we were what you were like,
1: all in. She wanted yeah. to in. We, we were like, and and that's a podcast. terrible idea, Jenny. This is what you're doing instead. Exactly.
3: And once you taught me how to do it, I was like on fire. Yeah. I had booked everybody and their mother for that show. I was so pumped. I was doing them back-to-back. Um, wow. and you know, and I became a new and noteworthy podcast in the first
1: nine days of airing. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was on it. I mean, you were really, you. if nothing else, you're very persistent and you're, you're really into it. But the, the, the finding of the guests, right? A lot of times people think, oh, that's really hard. I know you use LinkedIn for a lot of that, yes. right? Really? Yeah. I, yeah. Tell us your process. How do you find your, you find your talent? So I am a LinkedIn evangelist. I swear
3: hmm. if LinkedIn didn't exist. And somebody said, you know, like a business genie came to me and said, what tool could I create for you? I would say if there was an online way to reach anyone in business, that's what I would want. And that to me is what LinkedIn is. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. can read an article about someone and five minutes later be sending them an invitation to connect. Mm-hmm. It, it blows my mind and it's such an underutilized tool resource, you know, not in my house, but everywhere else. So, you know, I, so that's what I do. You know, I read an article or I see someone interviewed on television and I go right to that computer or to my phone and I link in with them. And what I do is I always make it personal. Hmm. Many People, the same way you're pressing that business card in people's palm, you're also going click to invite, invite, invite. Yes. You're collecting numbers and that's not what it should be. So, I will go in and say, I just read this fantastic profile on Business Insider, you know, and I would love to have you on my show, which is for and about women entrepreneurs. And they go crazy. They're like, of course, that's my, those are my people. I want to be on Mm -hmm. that show. I have never had anyone say no to me in the two years that I did my show.
1: That's great. Wow. And did you have problems though with people um, getting back to you or or that you'd have to follow up with them or anything like that? Because sometimes you have to chase people. Yeah, a a little bit. You know, like you said,
3: I am persistent. You know, I'm sitting in my home office and I've got a post-it on the wall that my daughter wrote when she was four that says, Jenny works hard. She never gives up. That's true. I look at that every day and and I push. But for the most part, people were pumped to be on the show to
1: get in front of their tribe. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's pretty. Fun. I mean, it's a pretty great give. I feel like a, a, a podcast is a great way to network because then you get in yes. front of people that you might not necessarily have been able to talk to for twenty or thirty minutes, right? So you're giving them like a really nice platform. Absolutely, they can promote whatever they're promoting. They can they can you know sell
3: their newest idea. They can share anything they want, and at the end of the day, they've got like this reel
1: of you know here here's a thirty minute interview I just did
3: for my resume.
1: Yeah, exactly, and they get to talk about themselves, which everybody loves, of course, right? Exactly. Um, <laughs> we love it. Please do a show about me. What, <laughs> what about? Um, it's, why they, it's why they love it. As yeah. we're talking about uh, follow up, um, you know what for networking? Like, so not in the podcast sense, but when you're out in an event and you're doing things, what do you suggest for follow up? Because people go back to their regular lives and they forget all about that they met these people. Um, so how do you how do you sort of manage that? So, so for me, I mean, follow-up, that, that's the closer. You know, if, if the
3: really yeah. going in is the opener, the follow-up is the closer, and that is where so many people fall short. Mm-hmm. Um, or they try and sell you something in their follow-up. You know, hi, I wonder, you met you yesterday. Do you need life insurance? Yeah. Well, it's like, and you do, those are the people that I run from. Well, so mm-hmm. you're saying do
2: not close. When you say close it on the second, on the follow-up, you're saying don't try to close a the sale there.
3: No, I'm saying you're still you're still you're closing in on that relationship. Yeah, you're not actually mm-hmm. signing on the dotted yeah, no, line. no, exactly sign here. No, you're saying to someone, you know, I found it really interesting to talk to you. I would love to hop on a call to learn more about XYZ. Uh, Let's grab coffee. You know, coffee's hard because to coffee is not a 15-minute thing. It's a a three-hour thing. You got to get there. You're there for an hour. You got to get back to your office. You know, maybe it's a Skype call. You do it on Zoom or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Do it on Zoom. Look at us. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, You know, but another thing you could say is, I found out about an interesting event that you might like. And then maybe they go to that event because now oh. you're giving them information. You've researched an event. You know what they like because you met them at an event. Wait, do you invite them to go with you? Is this a date? No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying. Hey, maybe you want to check this out. I'm going. I'll send mm. you the link. Oh, okay. Oh, that's
1: cool. I yeah. like that.
3: Yeah. And then like if that. you see them there, it's like you kind of know someone, but you get to know them a little bit more.
1: You connect with yeah. them that way. Yeah. That's cool. I like, that. I like that. Um. And and how much time should go by between? you know, the follow-up. Cause sometimes things go by. I get, I get emails like two months later and I'm like, who are you? I know, you
3: know, really you want to do that in 72 hours. You don't want to be the person saying, hi, remember me? I was wearing the red sweater with the reindeer on it. At the oh Christmas, God. right. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you don't. Well, want to ideally be you talked about something of yes. That you'll remember. Yes. No. Um, Sometimes more time goes by and, you know, you can explain. Sometimes it becomes interesting. You could say, sorry, it's taken me so long to get back to you. But I was, you know, climbing Mount Everest. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't want to hear <laughs> that? You know,
1: right. That will not That's be cool. my that follow-up, excuse. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, stick with us because coming up, we're going to hear some more from Jenny about how she landed on Dr. Oz, not just once, but multiple times. Oh, my God. N- I yeah, would. she's a she's a powerhouse. So that's coming up after the break. You're listening to Lights, Camera, Expert. Unleash your expertise on Voice America variety. We will be right back.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
1: Imagine for a minute what it would be like to step onto the set of a show that you've been watching forever or see your name in a magazine you actually read. Sounds exciting, doesn't it? Well, here's the secret. Those experts you see on TV and in magazines aren't smarter than you. They just know how to get the media to pay attention and it's something you can learn. I'm Paula Rizzo. And I'm Terry Gaspiccio and we've
2: been behind the scenes at major media outlets for years, booked thousands of guests and have been featured ourselves on TV, radio, and everywhere else. We know how this works. We'll show you how to crack the media code, craft your pitch, and crush it on air.
1: Get our free video course, How to Be a Media Magnet. You'll learn how the media thinks and how to pitch your idea so you get booked. You have something to say and the world is ready to hear it. Go to be
2: a media to get our free course. That's be a media Are
0: you finding your frequency? Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one
3: internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com.
0: You are listening to Lights, Camera, Expert Unleash Your Expertise. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Reach us by email at info at Now back to this week's show.
1: Welcome back. We're talking with Jenny Powers. She's the founder of Running With Heels, a women's networking group here in New York City. She's also the host of the podcast Broadcast and is a frequent media contributor and journalist. So Jenny, I want to dig into some of these recent media appearances because you've had some run. If we have really? To say. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. It's been pretty pretty great. So uh, first off, you were in our course, Lights Camera Expert, which we teach Terry and I teach together about um, how to get and keep media attention. And uh, if anyone listening is interested in a preview of that course, you can go to beamediamagnet.com. That's beamediamagnet. Uh, but, Jenny, uh, this all came from Harrow, which is Help a Reporter Out. Yes. Um, this story, uh, we had Peter Shankman on this show. So, just give me a little background. Okay. So, like LinkedIn, I love Help
3: a Reporter Out. So, initially, what happened was I saw a source request for uh, women to get a makeover for First, First for Women magazine. And mm-hmm. I said… Hey, why not? Why don't I want to feel like a diva for the day? Get my hair done, my makeup done, Ooh. wardrobe. And, you know, I knew I'd have the advantage of being a writer that when I was pitching myself, I would have a pretty persuasive pitch. And, you know, sure mm. enough, that day they reached out to me and they invited me in. And it was really exciting. Um, it was pretty funny because, you know, I am not exactly spelt and I am five foot three. And they were like, we're going to make you long and slim for this edition. I was like, do what you have to, people. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and it was really exciting. So I ended up, uh, I think I was the first person. It was, it was a full page and it was a, a makeover about me, you know, about me and five other women. And it was exciting, but I kind of got the bug. And being, ah. in, you know, being in your group, I was like, what can I do next? You know, how can I do this? Mm. Um And Paula, you had seen something on Harrow about women that did not work out with husbands that did. And that was just made for my husband and I. You know, he's run 17 New York marathons and I, you know, get winded walking up the steps of the subway. So this was perfect. (laughs) So, um, again, you know, I pitched and I, I wrote, you know, funny You know, a funny sort of pitch about, you know, he runs marathons. I marathon eat. You know, it was silly. It was all good fun. Um, (laughs) Look, an editor
2: respects that.
3: Yeah, of course they were like, how soon can you get in? So um, we went in and it turned out it was a video. And it was very when Harry met Sally where we were talking about our relationship. And it was great. And it was a a lot of fun. Um, And... Most people freeze up in front of the camera. You know, my husband definitely did, you know, but I was really comfortable and I guess I liked the attention. And on that set, somebody remembered me. And a couple weeks later, they went over to Dr. Oz's show and they reached out to me and said, hey, I was in that room when you were doing that interview. They changed jobs. So it was a producer who changed jobs. It was a producer. producer liked you, got a new job and Mm -hmm. brought you with her. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, of course we were really nice to everyone. We were there. We were talking to everybody. Um, But I did, you know, network that day. I said, hey, you know, I'm a a writer. I own a women's networking business. If there's anyone you're looking for in particular, let me know. I can always put Ah, a call
2: out. Service. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I could always do work. Mm
3: -hmm. I could always put a call out on my website or, you know, just to my network through email. So they knew that I was in it for the long run. I wasn't just, you know, one and done, coming, make me famous. I'm I was, how can I help you? And this woman remembered me, and she shocked me when she was like, you know, we're doing the show on Dr. Oz. You've got a good personality. I think my boss might like you. Can you send me a video? And it was funny because, like, you know me in technology. I took that phone out. I think the first half of the video was facing the wall, (laughs) uh, and you could just hear me. (laughs) But they invited me in,
1: and... Well, hang on one sec before we get into the Oz uh, performance uh, (laughs) I I love, but it's just, it's so interesting. There's so many things here. It's like, many people think, oh, I have to be an expert in a way like, oh, they would be looking for a nutritionist to talk about, you know, or a fitness person. And they probably did interview those people as well, but they needed examples for this, right? So Mm -hmm. you were able to be the story, right? You were able to sort of, be, you know, so people could be in the media in different ways. You don't have to just be there as the expert. You can also be there as, you know, the the, the narrator of your own story, right? Because this is what you've been living. So it's kind of interesting, um, the different types of, right, Terry, don't you think, uh, of ways that you can get yourself in front of yeah, media? people are always
2: thinking, well, if I were going to be, I wrote a book, but if I'm going to be in the media, I might need to have a doctor with me. It's like, you don't need, not everyone needs a doctor escort to get on TV, <laughs> And especially Dr. Oz because they have plenty of doctors on, but you know what? They don't need doctors for all of them and doctors aren't always the, you know, not, it's not like you will have a doctor over a good presenter, which is the reason I got to do Dr. Oz is because I was a good presenter, period. I, that was it. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sharing a personal story in that sense, but for, for you, Jenny, and for a lot of people, they love to show Real people yes. with real stuff. Yeah, right. Real issues.
3: That's mm-hmm. that's the key. Yep. Someone and was saying to me the other day. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't trust experts. You know. And I was like, well, you know, I don't know about I should that. Trust all of them. No. You know, but to have to, to re- it resonates with somebody to see a real person talking about. You know, I'm not a yes. doctor talking about struggling with weight. I'm a person struggling with weight.
1: Yes, right. Exactly. It's much different. And, you know, the great part here, too, is that media begets more media, right? You started doing it. One one producer liked you. They called you in for something else. Like, that's how it happens. Like, it's like amazing. Um, Okay. so tell us about us. So then she says uh, we would love to have you come in. They made you do a video, which is interesting. I Mm -hmm. never really did that for, you know, I would say send me a video of you, but they had to do a specific video just for this.
3: Well, so they had me do sort of like an intro video so that the the big producers could see me, see my personality, mm. see if I was mediogenic. You know, they didn't tell me that, but I knew that's what it was hmm. because right. this one new producer was sort of vouching for me. So, you know, I went on the video. There was no script. You know, I was kind of like, hi, I'm Jenny. You know, what you see is what you get. Like, you know, <laughs> just say, you know? and. I think they just cracked up, and they realized like I was I was comfortable with myself, and I, I wasn't gonna have that deer in the headlights moment that a lot of yeah. people will have. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I I went in. I was really gracious. I was excited. It was it was genuine. It wasn't like you know where's my director's chair and my person who's <laughs> gonna pull out my hair. You know.
1: Yeah, no diva um, here.
3: Yeah, exactly. But. Because I was so um, amenable to anything, I'm kind of like their person on speed dial now. You know, I went Mm. on the show, but again, I said, thank you for this opportunity. Why don't you let me know what you're looking for? I have this, you know, great network of women in New York that could probably cover all of your stories. And now I'm on a list where they'll email me and say, do you know someone that, you know, is on this particular diet? Or do you know someone that's had this surgery? You know, what? Or, or, oh,
1: that's great. Vitamin?
3: Always
2: looking. Good. Basically, Jenny has become her own private harrow. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. right. She's
1: the booking agency. I'm a booker. Harrow, yeah. yeah. by the way, is an online
2: resource. If you're looking to be an expert contributor to stories, you can go to helpareporter.com. But that's what we're talking about. But the fact is, Jenny, you got in their good graces because you weren't like, if you ever need anyone, I can do anything for you. Yes. You were like, let me know. I will offer up my community at your disposal for things you need right. I'm here to serve. And when you become a resource, they're not afraid to come to you because they don't think you're going to try to crowbar your way into every episode.
3: Exactly. Exactly. Right. But
1: now right. they do it's not like I can of, always talk about anything.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but you know, now they do kind of have me on speed dial and I was, I have to just tell them about my most recent Dr. Oz experience. Cause that was pretty great. Yes. Um, please. They sent me an email and said, do you know anyone that's a fan of Tony Robbins? And I was like, do I know anyone? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I volunteered myself for that one. And because the producer of the original show knew me, this producer was like, okay, you know, she's been on before, you know, we didn't, we didn't, no one got fired because of it. So let's bring her back. (laughs) So so I was on and I got to meet Tony Robbins. Amazing. He was amazing. Amazing. They put me on stage and it's me between Dr. Oz and Tony Robbins. And in my mind, I'm like, how did I even get here? Um, And it was amazing. I mean, he literally, and then he said to me, I want, you to be a guest at my next event I'm going to get you complimentary coaching I mean my mind Uh, yeah my mind was blown people just give things to Jenny I don't get it and I wasn't (laughs) asking that's the thing I wasn't looking for anything I wasn't expecting it you know I would have said how can I help you guys you know during the commercial break sure (laughs)
1: Of course. Wow. I love that.
2: Dr. Oz is a big
3: star enough.
1: Big enough deal. Yeah. They bring her
3: on to meet another star. I know. Exactly. Me and those two. It was phenomenal. I mean, wow. Well,
1: I want to know about the whole experience of being there. It's, this is different. Like Dr. Oz is, is, and Terry has done the the Dr. Oz show many times as an expert. Um, But being there as a, as a guest, I mean, it's a different Thing like I've you know, I worked at Fox News for a very long time. Ours, we didn't have a studio audience. Mm -hmm. The stuff that I did was pre taped, there was no live, you know, factor to it. So, this is a very different element to be stepping into. So, were they Picking, like, what kind of clothes you wore? Did they do hair and makeup? I know sometimes they do that at Oz. They, they yeah, pick your clothes. They did hair and makeup. Um, in fact, they recognized me. They're like, You're
3: back again. What are you talking about this week? <laughs> um, you it's know, but, but they just told us what not to wear. You know, no, no stripes, mm-hmm. you know, no white, no, you know, no black. So I wore um, an obnoxiously bright red dress, which made me like the center <laughs> person well. on stage. Um, but it was really up to us to bring the wardrobe, you know, they did the makeup, Mm -hmm. they did the hair um, and they sat down with each of us and gave us sort of a rundown of what it was going to be like. But no one prepared me for what it was going to be like when I met Tony Robbins. Oh my gosh.
1: So they didn't, you didn't say, they didn't say, oh, Tony's going to come out and talk to you. You were shocked on the air at the
3: time. Oh, well they told me like, you're going to be in the audience and we're going to say, we're going to address you. But I was not even supposed Mm -hmm. to get on the stage. So when Dr. Oz tells you to get ah. on the stage, you get on the stage. So ah, that, right. I was kind of like dumbfounded. Like, this is not what I was told. I, I'm a person that follows instructions. Um, but that, that's how it worked out. But I knew why I was there. I knew what I was going to talk about because I had already written that in my email to them.
1: But it's that's the thing. Weird. Like, you got to go with the flow when it pops up. You know what I mean? Some people would freeze, but you were just like, yes. okay, now we're doing this. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Wow. I was speechless for a moment, which is rare, you know, for Jenny Powers. Yeah, uh,
2: yes, I would pay. <laughs> yeah, that moment, right? It's terrific. Well, the truth is, you got the bug from doing, you know, a, a one-off with the magazine shoot, right? And,
3: and from then, you guys, we did we help? Yes. Did, we, did we
2: help transplant this bug? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Really? Good. Well, that's because you got excited. You went for it. And then you asked for more and offered two times more than that. And then people just, they want to use the people they like. So, you've had these opportunities. But on the other side, not just being a guest, but also you're a writer. You've had broadcast journalism training, you know, and you just hadn't been using it for a long time. And now you find yourself not just as the guest, but as a creator of media, as a freelance journalist.
3: So, can you give us a little mm. snapshot about how you've made that a part of your life now? Absolutely. Well, this all goes back to networking. Um, so, I volunteer in a men's homeless shelter, and I'm always talking to these guys, and yeah, you might say networking. And I found this incredible story on one of them, and I reached out to a producer, and said, hey, I've got this great story. Now, I wasn't a writer, but they didn't know that. It was a good story, and I pitched it, and they bought it. And that's what that, thats what took me on my journey to becoming a freelance journalist. Um, and once I had an in with that editor, I started pitching more, started reaching out to other people. I had that byline. I was able to impress people with that one byline. I got other bylines. Um, and it was all through persistence, and willing mm-hmm. to give it a try. So what's the worst that can happen? I don't become a journalist. I wasn't a journalist yesterday. So if I don't become one tomorrow, <laughs> huh, big deal, you move on. Jenny, a lot of people be afraid
2: that they didn't have the clips or the experience and someone's not gonna let them in with their idea if they don't check all
3: of their writing from
2: before. Did they do that? Or were they just psyched to have the idea and they went from there?
3: They gave you a shot, right? They gave me a shot. You know, I had a story that nobody else could have. So it was, they yeah. didn't care so, about what paper you wrote 10 years Exactly. Ago. It was either like, we, we get this story or we say to this person, Oh, we're not going to get the story because of the clips. And the story was more important. I mean, the story landed a, a full page in a national newspaper. I mean,
2: the idea right. is everything, right? Paula, you have an idea. People want, Yeah, they don't care if you graduate with a master's in public. That's not the first thing they might like that later, but the idea sells and you had access to a thing. Other people didn't. And so now you've got the real bug and you already love stories. You're a natural storyteller. And love so what them. it seems like is you just, it's not like, oh, I have to go pitch another story. You're always coming up with those ideas. So
3: for people who are thinking, oh, I might like to do this, how do you come up with these ideas? A, a lot of it is just talking to people. You know, the more I talk to people, the more I learn, um, you know, there's uh, holidays that are, you know, coming up down the road, and I said, well, let me pitch something on a holiday because it's timely. You know, so sometimes to get mm-hmm. in, an easy way to do it is when something is timely. It's right around the corner. You know, an editor's not going to wait two months to get back to you if they need that story for the holiday in
1: time. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you plenty. always. I have mean, to you are start. so impressive. This mm-hmm. is, Aww. yeah, you're just always on top of it. I love it. It's really great, and and you're inspiring. And and you know, one of the things is that you do bring people together, right? That's that's what you're really great at. And I love. That. I know that you've you've launched, yeah, you've launched your own mastermind. So you created our mastermind, as we told everybody in the beginning of the show. But you also do this for other people, right? And so your site is running dash with dash heels dash dot com, right? Wait, running with heels dot com with dashes in the middle. Yes. yes, running dash with dash heels.com. Yes. Yes. So That's running right. with heels.com, but with dashes in the middle. Yeah. Um, but anyway, tell us a little bit, like very briefly in like 20 seconds, about your circles. Okay. So they're
3: live in person accountability groups for women entrepreneurs that are looking for accountability, looking for a sounding board. Um, I love our mastermind and people kept saying, how can I be in it? And I was like, ours is closed. You know, so that's why I created one here in New York for women. Terrific. And I've been doing them two years.
2: I love it. Well, we love having you, Jenny. Thank you. Do check Jenny Powers out. And if you want to get a taste of what it is to do media yourself, go to beamediamagnet.com and get a free video course from us. Until
1: next week, I'm Terry Despicio. And, and I'm Paula Rizzo. Thank you. That's right. You do have something to say and the world is ready to hear it.
0: Thank you for joining us for Lights, Camera, Expert. Unleash your expertise. Be sure to tune in again next Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel for another edition of the show featuring your hosts, Paula Rizzo and Terry Truspicio. We'll talk again next week.